0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Macro Workshop podcast. Last time Miles Nikon and I talked about important aspects of inflation and gave a general overview so that so that the average American can understand why it's important. Today we will discuss some recent updates on inflation and why it's changing. Thanks for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me back.
2: Thanks for having me back everyone. I'm really excited to talk about the new inflation update and its effects to the economy.
0: Miles, can you tell us a little bit about any recent news about inflation?
2: Sure, Gino. The average inflation in January of 2023 was up 0.5% from December and up to 6.4% from January 2022. In February 2023, it was up 0.4% since January and up 6% since February 2022. The Bureau of Labor Statistics data shows how the CPI or the Consumer Price Index changes. This measures the changes in prices of goods services produced in the United States.
1: While the GDP purchases index went up by 4.8% in quarter three of 2022 and up 3.6% in the fourth quarter of 2022, this index measures the prices of goods and services purchased by U.S. residents.
0: While both of those indicators make it obvious to economists that prices are not rising as fast as they were, The PCE or personal consumption expenditure price index seems to show that consumers are continuing to buy less each month. The PCE is measured month by by month from the previous year.
1: Yeah, that's so interesting. In November of 2022, PCE was 5.7%. In December of 2022, the PCE was 5.3%. In January of 2023, the PCE was 5.3%, and in February of 2023, PCE was 5%. While consumers are buying more than they had bought last year during the same time, they are buying less than the previous month.
2: Through the PCE excluding food and energy, the information appears to be a bit different. Each of the months seems to be around the same uh, same amount of spending. In January of 2023, it was 4.7%, and in February 2023, it was 4.6%.
1: It doesn't seem like there is much difference in the amount of spending for goods and services excluding food and energy for the past two months. This means that more of the changes in spending isn't the amount of food bought.
0: This is because prices of goods and services, not including food and energy, tend to change infrequently because their prices are sticky. Sticky prices of course sometimes due to costs that firms would have to pay to change their prices continually.
2: Through the Fred graphs, CPI for all urban consumers, including all the items except food and energy, is increasing linearly since November of 2022. This seems to mean that prices are continually increasing.
0: In the beginning of 2023, inflation rose more than it was expected to. This was because the cost for shelter has taken a major toll on consumers. The rise in the cost of shelters accounted for about half of the increase in inflation
1: Not only did shelter cause havoc on inflation, but energy and food were also major contributors to the increase. These rising prices meant that workers had a loss in real pay and average hourly earnings fell 0.2% from last month and 1.8% from last year.
0: So which areas make up the largest portion of inflation at the moment?
1: In March 2023, the largest contributor to the inflation was the service area. While the portion of goods and food decreased, which means they had a smaller increase. The energy basket even saw a decrease in price.
2: Although in the last few months, data has shown that the inflation is not as widespread and that the GDP was actually increased by 1.1% this quarter, there is still potential that we could fall into a recession during this year, even despite the Federal Reserve efforts to stop this problem.
1: Even with all the bad inflation reports, medical care services, airline fares and vehicle prices have all fallen according to seasonally adjusted prices.
0: Does anyone have anything to add before we sign off?
1: No, thanks for having me.
0: No, that's all I have for today. Well, that is about all the time we have for today. This has been extremely informative, especially with all of the recent data that was given. Using this information from today, we can try to predict what inflation will look like in the future, even though it is not always accurate. Don't forget to tune in to our show next week. Until next time.